Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Bitches, welcome to Why Did We Ever Meet? I am, I am <laughs> your host, Daniel Salorzano, and with me today is uh, always my beautiful, lovely bone saw, Ryan Rudnick. Oh, yee, wait, 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 what? Where are we? <laughs> what do we do? Fooled you. We're on a different show, dum-dums. I did not prepare for this. Oh, boy. But I did. I've been dreaming and scheming about it for months and months and months now. I done been fooled. So you know, in 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 the spirit of in the spirit of why do we ever meet? Uh, Bo- Bonesaw and I are we're gonna be taking a little trip down memory lane. I think. I have my stack of yearbooks right here in, in case I need to remember a face, and I will need help remembering many a face. I'm gonna embarrass myself with how badly I have forgotten my own life. But it's only fair because the brain has a finite capacity for memory and I have to make room for the new stuff I'm learning and remembering. Like that time I took that home winemaking course, I forgot how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you one face that you're that you're not going to have that, that you're going to remember clearly. All you do is you take your own picture. You turn that upside down. That's Mark Rudisil. That's right. Oh, you know, I thought about that. You know, I turned around two, at least two yearbooks while I was just flipping through it. <laughs> and it works every time. Oh, Mark Rudisil, t- directly upside adjacent. Upside down face twins. Directly adjacent to you every year of your life. Upside yeah. down face twins. <laughs> right side up, no. Not not really even close. It's a miracle. I don't know how it happens. It's the weirdest damn thing. No, he he is what you would perhaps ca- call more traditionally handsome, whereas... <laughs> You are a, a, a jawline a bo- you could a sharpen saw. a sword on. <laughs> well, uh, we're we're on. Why did we ever meet? So we will uphold their uh, traditions by doing business in the front, so we can party in the back. You know it, baby. Well, they 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 stay in the butt, but yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, the butt's do. in the back. They're, they're they're dirtier than our show. Oh yeah, we probably cuss more. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Wes is a cussy. All all the motherfuckers are cussers. I love it. <laughs> Jabroni, you the cussinest podcast <laughs> network there is, except for probably Swearnet. <laughs> those guys, those guys are great at cussing. They they got a they got a world record. <laughs> all right, follow. Why did we ever meet on Instagram at Why did we ever meet and on Twitter at WDWEM Podcast. And you can follow Cash on Instagram at Cash Plays Music and on TikTok at doingmybest.org. <laughs> that that fucking that fucking cash, man. <laughs> He's, he I I know I know art when I see it, and that that kid is an artist, but also he's just he's just an art. <laughs> he's, 
he's 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 a different he's a different breed doing my best dot org <laughs> makes me laugh <laughs> all right so uh we we met in middle school didn't we yeah, I think so. I, I I always try to think back if we in elementary school, you know, they did the sh- the, the ship them off for a gifted class thing. Did you go to JP Miller for that? I I I, well, I went to JP Miller by default. Oh, okay. So did you do the class with Miss Axed in f- like fourth grade? I we did like a Japan unit. Yes, and robots. I did. Okay, yeah. so we might have actually met there oh, and not boy. ever known it. I've I've always wondered about that. But yeah, formally, I think we met somewhere in middle school. Did you do the summer school program? I think like sixth and seventh grade in between. I was going to ask you if you were if you were tied up in the uh, in the summer school uh, the summer gifted debacle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were two the two parallel programs. There was enrichment, which was you had to you pay to go into that one, and that one was fucking fun. You get to do it was like wet and wild or no, it was a wild and crazy kids themed or something so they would just like do weird slime stuff and it was basically like going to nickelodeon studios at your school field and we got the one that was that was the free to put you in because you're you're the gifted class so you just get shoved into this one and you do like actual projects and get <laughs> grades <laughs> and the other kids are playing with fucking slime and robots and you're like god damn it <laughs> i so that so that's weird because from from summer gifted, I don't I don't remember you, but I remember that Chris first was there, and I I just presume mm. that Kieran Reddy was also in that mix. Yeah, I think he. I don't know if he might have been because if it had been if that had been the three of us, then I actually might have had fun, and it wouldn't have felt like fucking school. But I don't recall enjoying it terribly much. Do you, so do you remember I, – I, I sort of have this picture in my head where when we of, – of walking into, into the King, into the King mm-hmm. Middle School, into, mm-hmm. that, into that gifted class. Yeah. And then I would say that's probably where we – but I don't – I don't – I can't, was, I can't that remember was meeting you. <laughs> the yeah, no, I think I remember because I used to go in early in the morning. God, God fuck. Middle school was the best because that was the one that was the latest in the day. It started at like 9.15 or something stupid. So you could totally, like as a child, sleep in and enjoy yourself. But I was still too young to like need to sleep in. So like I went to fucking school like an hour early every day just to hang out in the gifted room because they had computers. And we could just like play games like Civilization or, no, Colonization and some other weird like Q-Basic stuff. And I think I was hanging out there early one morning and that was the first, I think that was our first, our first class of the day. So I was already in there. I think I remember you coming in. I'm like, hey, I remember that guy from from the summer, the summer thingy. That that that's my recollection of it. He may have been wearing a trench coat. Oh, that's, there, there's a fair to good chance I was wearing a trench yeah. coat. I re- I remember exactly what trench coat. It was that it was that green army issue one that I had for some reason. I did I ever tell you about how uh, the. <laughs> We got pulled over by the cops at Taco Bell one time. So I was I was with I was with my my brother and a and a couple of other people and I was I was sitting in the back seat. And so we we were at the the Taco Bell on Manatee Avenue. Mm-hmm. And this is a product 98 99 some 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 somewhere around in that in that time mm-hmm. frame. So we we were at the Taco Bell and you like that fence is behind there because there's like the adjacent 
uh, Molter termite place, and then there's yeah. there's like a big fence back there. So we were being stupid kids and just tearing planks off of that fence because they were loose. <laughs> and and so we we go to leave, and I I think my brother like left a drink on on top of the car, mm-hmm. and so we're like we're like driving, and the drink just falls like like right on the right on the windshield, and. We're just like it's it's shaking violently back and forth because we're we're picking up speed uh, in in the uh, in the Grand Marquis. Oh yeah, not the one that I not the one that I had when we worked together at Tyler's, but eh, maybe we'll get around to that. But th- <laughs> this was this was uh, Sa- uh, Saul's the the big boat. I remember that one. So eventually, the the cup like spray sprayed off the side of the car, and there was a cop behind us. So the cop pulled us over. And so, so I was not wearing a seatbelt, so I start buckling my seatbelt, just you know, mm. so we can't have yeah. any have it be like you're not wearing That's a seatbelt. Worse. So he was like, "I saw you." He's like, "I saw you guys doing something suspicious." Like whatever. I was like, "We like there was a drink on top of the car, and we forgot about it. Like we weren't." littering but also like i'm like super high stakes paranoid because i'm young and i don't know any better and we were just ripping mm. ripping planks off of a fucking mm. fence post so i you was know like he knows yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> they can it's, smell crime yeah like i like i always like i just assume that like caught like caught like, if you do something like cops can just appear out of nowhere it's like they'll fucking know <laughs> it's like no he just happened to be driving behind us so when he gets out and like i'm wearing this trench coat and he like wants to frisk me and i'm like 14 maybe mm-hmm. and my skin's so white why would he treat me like that it, it doesn't make any sense Ah, <laughs> uh, god it's what what a terrible what a terrible world we live in for for people aren't who who aren't light complexioned, I mean. Any any anyway, yeah, that was that was a thing that happened. Yeah, but I was wearing that trench coat. The trench coat looked suspicious. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they let us go or whatever. It was so okay. So yeah. Well, well, around that time, trench coats did go out of fashion for a little while for you know reasons. I you yeah, but this was. My brother was my brother was still in high school, so that like that nonsense didn't happen until we were in high school. And I, and I hey, let's talk mm. let's talk about that when we get there. Okay, and also, yeah, I couldn't quite remember. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this thing here. I'm going to actually jot down a note so I remember to talk about it instead of saying, "Hey, let's talk about it later," <laughs> than forgetting. Which that was the best. Oh well, yeah, you know I've got a uh, two very strong bottles of beer here right now, so the chance <laughs> for forgetting is uh, very good. What uh, what did you pull out of the, of the of the fridge? I just filled a cup with uh, ice and bullet bourbon. Oh, house, that's the it. house bourbon. Oh, that, that's it. So that'll that'll settle into a nice little yeah, uh, yeah nice a little, little cocktail by the end of it all. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the the KBS espresso KBS. How'd that go? They're good. It's dark and delicious and powerful. Is the coffee coffee sticking out? That's always I feel like against the strong KBS, that's a tough one to have yeah, a good, it's a, nice, delicate coffee flavor. Yeah, it's a, it's it's rich but not obnoxious. I, I right. like I want to say it's, oh, so when I say obnoxious, like I I think Samuel Smith 
is an obnoxious beer. Like it, ta- it tastes like <laughs> it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. Will you get off coming all the way across the pond telling me how to drink my beer, Sammy, with your odd bottle shape, extra tall, yeah, foil. Yeah. Meet meet my pal Sam Adams from America. <laughs> you two are gonna have words. And ballyhoo. And, and it and it tastes good like America used to. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I think I think that's it's it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. So I mean, it's like it's like good, but you you drink you can't drink more than one of those. So oh, it's yeah. just like, ugh, like no, this is uh this, this strikes this strikes a good balance. It's a uh, it's rich but in a good way. Like I could probably drink a second one and I, I probably will. <laughs> you did say two bottles. I did. Chah, the, the the trench coat. So <laughs> So I I remember that you know there there were there were some there were some there were some unifying factors that mm. that I would say probably drew us together and and I I think it, not 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 just me and you but like there like we had we had that group of the four of us in that gifted class me you Chris and Kieran and yeah God, I I think about I think about those two all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like just, just like I want, just I wonder what they're doing. Like I hope they're fine. <laughs> I was I was seeing Chris First's uh, s- uh, signings in my yearbooks. They stand out because one, he always read it on basically half the page because that was the type of person he was. Just oh yeah, he, fi- he filled eight, up an eight entire words, page eight words in a eight words in a page. <laughs> and it's like these paint a remarkably good picture of of who he was at the time, at least. <laughs> Uh, the entire page of my middle school school yearbook that he took up was just fair, just fairy. The word fairy over and over again, <laughs> all the way around the outside. Hey, he told me my sports teams suck. <laughs> Strident and obnoxious, and good to have on your side. So you team up with him against Kieran. Oh man! Oh well, it, it's. If listen, if you if you were gonna play smart money on someone, Kieran was a sleeper that you never knew you were going to expect. Because man, did that dude mm. ever like? Uh, he really found his rhythm like once he got into high school. Like dude, like Kieran would make me fucking laugh, dude. Mm-hmm. That uh, and, and even <laughs> and, and even just looking looking at my middle school yearbook like just now, uh, he. He it's he, he signed it to Terry McGinnu. <laughs> oh man, we were one note. Oh yeah. But uh, but the great but the greatest note of all time. <laughs> but, but but hey, that that's you know a, a little bit of Batman Beyond which is, you know, the most underrated animated cartoon ever. All right, it's it's so it's so great. It's just Batman the animated series but in the future. Never saw that one. Yeah, oh man, it's great movies. Yeah, the, the, the main character is Terry McGinnis. That. That's uh, Terry McGinnu. That makes sense. <laughs> so there, let, let's let's talk about let's talk about some stuff that that we had that that I would say like we we had in common. The cornerstones. The, the, oh yeah, big time. Um, the Simpsons. Yes, I think that was that was probably one of the. The first that are video games with The Simpsons, probably the strongest unifying factor there. I, I had just started being able to watch it with regularity because I think before it was it was a forbidden a forbidden fruit. 
That's that's so that's so funny because it is, it, isn't it? It it makes me uh, realize how much other people's parents parented them. <laughs> <laughs> because because Laura's like I I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons when when I was in high middle school and high school or whatever. So you know, like naturally, I'm like, oh baby, it's time to taste the forbidden fruit then. <laughs> I think I think mine was uh, so it was through elementary school. I remember occasionally going over to a friend's house whose parents did less parenting, and so we'd get to stay up watch Simpson, eventually watch like Letterman or something. Like oh yeah, adult jokes. Um, but I think when we hit middle school, I think I moved to a different house or switched rooms or something. So then I became I had cable and television in my room. And at that was like well we're not gonna be able to stop you, so just go ahead and watch it. It's, it's on. It's on syndication on UPN. Two episodes I think from what seven to eight. And, you know, I'm going, going 10 a week, tore through it pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Man, you, man, UPN. What a, you, I, I feel like UPN did a, uh, the TV ra- did a lot of, uh, a lot of the heavy lifting for, for raising me because my mom had to work like mm-hmm. a ton and, you know, stepdad was an alcoholic so that doesn't help. so she had so she had to double work so it's just like my mom is just like i'm going to work myself to death and smoke myself to death at mm-hmm. cigarettes and you know it's like i'm i have just enough energy to make dinner and that's that that's the the end of it and yeah. and that and that's his fault for being a uh, be, being an inhuman monster but man Yes. If I could have, if I could have asked for one better third parent, I mean, you know, aside from my actual dad, <laughs> who again, UPN did a lot more for me than my dad did in a lot of ways. <laughs> because think, think about it. It was, it just had that good afternoon lineup of like the, the syndication was there, but yeah, now an hour of the Simpsons every day, and and you, you and I are we're quoters. Yeah, the, we we communicate our thoughts and our opinions through other people's words. <laughs> and and hey, that's a that's a that's a great thing. That that's I I mean that's fine. It was yeah. a almost I I don't know I don't know what it is about being quotey about stuff. I still I still do it, it now. Th- these it's things make me think much. of things, and then so I say the thing that I'm thinking because I'm sure it's interesting to somebody else, right? It just so happens it's interesting to you. <laughs> I think that's it. Oh god, I I've had like half of this beer, and I'm already like I can kind of like feel it in my <laughs> in the front of my face right now. But also, I haven't really eaten all that much today. I had some. Yes, I'm I, in that same seat. <laughs> so I, I like to I like to go to I like to go to Starbucks when I, I'll call my brother. I'll, I'll call my brother on the phone and be like, hey. He's like, he's like going to Starbucks, like, yep, just using you from point A to point B. So I, I go to Starbucks and I kind of try to, uh, order things. So like, j- j- I, I do stuff to make him laugh while I'm ordering. And so one, one time I, I, I went to a Starbucks and so they had those sous vide egg bites. Okay. And you own a sous vide. So I so I was like I was like sous vide egg bites. I I knew like I knew what mm-hmm. what a sous vide was. I didn't know how to say it. So I I ordered it because that's how it's, it's, it's bacon and Gruyere sous vide egg bites. That's yeah, what it's, uh, that's what it says on the very menu. Very good. 
the first time I the first time I did that, the woman was like, "Oh wow, you actually know how to say it." And I, I was like, "Oh yeah, I, guess I, can, <laughs> I can only imagine the variations that she gets in Bradenton, Florida." Oh yeah, so home of the gyro. <laughs> yeah, so I mean the rest of America too, but yeah. <laughs> so I so I try and increasingly just wrong ways of trying to say sous vide. Yeah. While my brother's on speakerphone to try to make him laugh. So, you know, the, the obvious option is South Vide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then that that devolved into a South Beach. <laughs> so I asked for the South Beach Egg Bites. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't fucking Sweet know. Weed? Sweet Weedy? Su- Suas Vide. V- vide. <laughs> Suas Vide. <laughs> Oh god. I consume entirely too much Starbucks. <laughs> so, yeah, the god, the, the Simpsons the Simpsons was a great thing, but you know, if if I have to think about the greatest gifts that we gave each other and you you've given me you've given me a lot of gifts over time of just like you got mad that time I gave you a book. <laughs> You're rich, you jerk. <laughs> no, I was. I'll. I'll. I'll uh, I'm just joking about being mad about getting a book. No. No, I know you were. I, mean, <laughs> I, I assumed. I assumed so because like what Game of Thrones or something or. Oh yeah, that was uh, you. You gave me. Yeah, you so gave. You, you gave me the gift. Yeah, you gave me the gift of a song of ice and fire. There you go. Uh, but the. I think one of the fun, like one of the most fundamental gifts you give me was the gift, the gift you gave me, the gift of Jericho, baby, of pro wrestling. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I, I could barely remember. Oh yeah, that's right, Shane, Shane, Shane hooked me up with wrestling, brought me back in when the NWO was taking over all of pro wrestling, but especially WCW. Yeah, and you said just one channel over. What is this? Another, another wrestling out, promotion. Yeah, there's two channels of wrestling every Monday night. And this one's this one's even better. It's got Stone Cold and boobies. So to 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 put everything in a in a time context, you know, we're uh we we met in seventh grade, so that would be nine ninety seven. Ninety seven, ninety eight, yeah. Okay, ninety seven, ninety eight. It's so, so easy for us, thank God. So, if if you're looking at the world of professional wrestling, this is this is the time of uh, Shawn Michaels led Degeneration X. Mm-hmm. the The Rock is a is a blue chip on the rise, tur- turning heel and joining the the Nation of Domination. And so you're like, hey. You like this is this thing that I'm into, and it's pretty great. And you you would often from uh, from time to time you would give me VH VHS tapes of I loved recording things. Yeah, I I loved getting VHS tapes from you because there was there was a there were some good things there were some good things that I got from you on on VHS. Um. And I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna draw a little dot a little uh, note here. Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> oh yes. I was gonna say I know there was some anime tapes in there for sure because Toonami was was starting to kick it. Oh, in high gear. Almost. Yeah, ab- absolutely. 
Okay, so you so you're like, hey, like, ch- like check check out this stuff, and so the rock, the rock. Okay, so had- I sent you to WWF. Okay, not WCW. Right. I think, yeah, I think at that point I had cleanly made the, the the transition over. Yes. Okay. So you you give me you give me the gist of of the rock, and you're like, the, these are the here's like this this thing of vignettes, and and, and so this is. This is an ancient tape, but it's called "Know Your Role," <laughs> and "Know Know Your Role" was so so. It's 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 hosted by The Rock, and he's you know in front of his uh, uh, palatial Miami estate that he almost certainly didn't have at that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he he's like poolside, and he's you know wearing his excellent five hundred dollars shirts and <laughs> just. <laughs> Just be, just being an absolute ham, and he is, he, it, it, it's, it's so great because the the culmination of that is him starring in a Chef Boyardee commercial. <laughs> That's right. Getting mm, beefy. Get, getting chefy with the rock. He's hot. <laughs> Lord. Na 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 na. Getting chefy with the rock. <laughs> all those fuckers all those fuckers had chef boyardee commercials mankind yeah. had one too mankind and, yeah uh, the the big show i think had one too they're beefy the big show's just walking walking through halls knocking everything over <laughs> destroying door jams with his head because he's so big <laughs> big show stuff and yeah it was yeah, it's it's not it's not just crazy that I that I took the that because it's no it's not crazy at all because those those tapes were just so immaculately immaculately that word the word where it's immaculate produced those things were if you couldn't fall in love with a character like that with those with that smash cut of clips coming at you all the best stuff oh god they were the best those tapes were yeah and lifeblood and, th- and think think of that this is a this is a tape of the rocks okay. Think about making a tape of The Rock's highlight reel, like a highlight reel of everything The mm-hmm. Rock has done, like in between now and then, and j- and let's just say even just localized just to professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is a highlight reel of like everything The Rock did up until like 1998, <laughs> and it was the greatest thing ever. It- Already a legend. Oh yeah, so. And he and th- like that video was so successful that they that, that they did another one. Which People's I, champ. Yeah, I can't I can't remember what it was called. I think it was the People's Champ. Yeah, that sounds right. I had both of them. <laughs> and that that was a tape that was a tape that you know that it got it got thrown in regularly. Just a it, it was a good catch up of like I understand the Rock now. He, <laughs> <laughs> I had lost connection with him for a moment there, but now I'm back. <laughs> Oh yeah! Spe- speaking I. speaking of giving gifts, man, the generosity in that man's heart to give everyone the Nation of Domination a solid <laughs> gold Rolex. And Mark Henry, if yours doesn't fit you, The Rock will pay for those extra links. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> but then, of course, as we all know, Farouk gets the greatest gift—a giant art of The Rock holding the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> and then didn't they turn on Farouk after that? <laughs> the game they got Rolexes, of course. 
Oh man! I beat you but up. For listen a to the Let's man who it. gives you a Rolex, right? And extra links. <laughs> oh God, Mark Henry, it's sexual, baby. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Do you? Do you? Uh, can you? Do you maybe perhaps have a specific memory of like anything that galvanized our friendship? Specific events or anything like that? I I I don't know. I think we had a couple I think I I feel like we had a couple sleepovers, played video games all night. Ate vegetables, Stouffer's lasagna. Oh, baby! Oh, like a whole man. family style, a, fi- a family sheet. I feel like that was like I think we did that probably pretty early on, and that was, I was like all right. Oh yeah, extra We're big ass veggie now. lasagna. You, oh. you share eight portions, eight serving sizes of uh, veggie lasagna with someone. <laughs> eight each, eight each. <laughs> oh man, oh those things are so good. I they are still so good. Yeah, that was a. Uh... You know, you know. At least when Saul decided to be like, "Well, you're in high school now, so I'll just uh, come back every other weekend to, uh, you know, buy buy some groceries and you know, whatever. That's that, that's fine. Okay, I need a giant lasagna. That that's one of the main things. Get me stuff mm-hmm. to make uh, house made pub subs, and <laughs> yeah, that that should that should be fine. See you in two weeks. um yeah you mentioned you mentioned video games earlier Mm -hmm. for some reason one of the one of the ones i imagine i go go to immediately is us getting super stuck on um jammer lammy for an entire night oh my god yeah That's that's random, but I immediately know what you're talking about. I remember the pain, yeah, the it's, frustration of that damn pilot. Yeah, it's the fucking. You know that you are the wild and violent flame. <laughs> it was that fucking level. I fucking remember that. Mm-hmm. God, I love, I, I I I like all I I love all those all of those games. The the, Me too. the Parappa games. I, re- I remember the first time I played one of those. It was uh, this dude Adam Crotsley. I was I was at his house and he had a uh, he had a PlayStation a PlayStation demo disc that had oh, the first Parappa the, the Rapper on it. Yeah, yeah, and I that's played that one to death. That game is how I learned the inane PlayStation buttons. Like, yes, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna say it right now. PlayStation has the world's dumbest buttons like sim- symbols for buttons that's that's fucking dumb but the confirm button is an x <laughs> the universal symbol for no yeah the the old the old used to be confirm button is a circle which is yes <laughs> which you said you referring to me which is incorrect <laughs> the correct answer is you but it's it's true though. But Parappa the Rappa taught me those things. I remember that 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 demo disc had that on it, and it had another game on it called Intelligent Cube. Mm. Do you ever play? I do you remember that? 
I do remember playing the, that cube game on when I could be pried away from Chop Chop Onions Dojo. So that that game was that game was fun. Apparently, that game goes for a uh, for a pretty a pretty huh. penny. Hey, I don't think I ever played it again, or even gave it a thought after I probably got the real Parappa the Rapper game, and then I didn't have to play the demo disc anymore. I remember the commercial for that game, mm-hmm. and it was like a uh, it was these kids at a spelling bee, and the. Uh, the spelling word was onomatopoeia, and so the, the kid's like O N O M O N O P O E I, giant cube crush crush a little girl. <laughs> that sounds familiar, and it's why how I and, and it's the reason why I mostly know how to spell onomatopoeia. <laughs> you had me fooled. You could have thrown. You probably could have thrown a J in there too, and I I might not have noticed. Jabroni, J O B R O N I X Y Z A B C. Oh, it doesn't matter how you spell Jabroni. You did, you did spell it with an E at the end of it in one of the yearbook signings. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, Intelligent Q. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I played the shit out of that demo. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Love that game. Yeah, that's a good. That was a good one. Uh, we were, we were, uh. I think you and I also had largely the same video game t- tastes. Yeah, a, uh, a fascination for the, the Japanese RPG in particular, I think, was was key. You a Final Fantasy IV man, me a Final Fantasy VI man, but that's close enough. So I, I have fond memories of Final Fantasy IV. Be be uh, although I will I will say that you know it, it's I'm always gonna say Final Fantasy VI is the best one, but I, I had specific fond memories of Final Fantasy IV because when okay so there was there was a video rental place called Club Video, yes, and they had final uh, they had Final Fantasy four Final Fantasy two. They had Final Fantasy IV in there, you know, just in case you're listening to this and you're still listening and you don't know the difference. So they abandoned... They Final Fantasy II and Final Fantasy III didn't come out in the United States. They were only released in Japan. But mm. Final Fantasy IV did, but they didn't want to disrupt the naming continuity. So in the United States, it was released as Final Fantasy II. But I will continue to call it Final Fantasy IV for the rest of the discussion. End time. So this was the first time the first time that uh right before I went to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And it was like the the night before rented Final Fantasy 2. Sorry, 4. There's that be- there's that <laughs> beer going. Ah, I, nomenclature. So, mm. Oh, and you've got a giant cup of bourbon, so some Mostly of that's, ice cubes some of that's yeah. Some of that's got to have melted just a little bit. Well, just take a little sippy off the top. Oh no, it's it's been I've been working at it. I've been ninja ninja sneaking it. Oh, so sneaky. Yeah, i i rented I rented that game because i I'd always been a fan of the first Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. and that was that was one of my my thorough RPG experiences. I got into some of the other ones on. On the NES, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Dragon Warrior. If you had, if you had a subscription to Nintendo Power when the first dra- uh, uh, wh- 
It was released in the United States as Dragon Warrior. It's actually uh, Dragon Quest in Japan, but there was a licensing issue because there was another... There was like a PC game called Dragon Warrior, so they released the first four as Dragon Warrior, and then when they... when they, then they start releasing them as Dragon Quest for the ones that ended up coming out in America or whatever. After they crushed that competition, bought them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm assuming. Bill Gates style. So, Enix... Enix was just giving away Dragon Quest in the United States if you, had a, <laughs> if you had a copy... If you had a subscription to Nintendo Power, which was a selling point of Nintendo Power, probably from some random ad, because... Key, Keep in mind the only the only way that you can know that Nintendo Power is a thing that exists is if you see an ad for it in like the newspaper or something. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no internet at this time. Or if you go into a bookstore or like into a grocery store or any place that, you know, has magazines and they've got Nintendo Power sitting on the thing. And yeah. also if you're buying NES games, there's, you know, things that are inside of them that are like Hey, why don't you subscribe to Nintendo Power? Which mm. is, you know, I I subscribed to Nintendo Power on the back end of its shelf life when I was like, you know what, I'm an autonomous adult with expendable income. I'm <laughs> going to subscribe to Nintendo Power. And I, you know, have the last hundred issues or so of Nintendo Power. I, I'm, I'm spitballing there. It's probably more like 50 or 60, but... Mm-hmm. A hearty pile. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I can eat a hearty pile. And we'll, and we'll get in we'll get into that too. That's right. Adult swim. <laughs> and our and our sailing out into the sea of the absurd. It's qu- it's quoting. That's all that's all it does. It's, it's, yep. it's this is the it's reason. More fuel. It's the reason for the quoting. So Nintendo Power, Dragon, Dragon Warrior, and my my brother, my brother, you know, played played a chunk of that. He, my brother's four mm-hmm. years older than I was, so he was. Some of these things came at a time where he was more able to enjoy that. But if 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 Saul, my father, fostered fostered our interest in anything, he made sure we were supplied with NES games. You you had a you had a decent. A very decent collection of NES games, much more than I had. And it, and you were more, yeah, you were, you were, and you were just better at those NES games. Uh, the yeah. twitchier, the twitchier stuff. You're more sure-handed, I think. Yeah, on these platforms I, and, and stuff. And and those those things where you know people be like, these things have horrible control. I beg to differ, but it's more, it's it's more just like a. You you spend enough time driving an old car that has a bunch of annoying quirks and mm-hmm. you get used to it and you're like, Oh, the car goes from a to B and I rarely have to spend time fixing it. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's not a good car. The, mm-hmm. the, it, it looks like a piece of shit. It does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't handle well. Like if you like the battery fucking drains, unless you yeah, turn the, the radio on and off twice for it to actually the volume to move. Yeah. The, you, you have to unhook the battery every time you stop the car yeah. because for some reason there's just some, fucking car goblin inside of it that drains the battery so you're like you know what i'll just drain the car or you have to bungee cord your door because you were 
because it died and you had to push it out of a lot and you had the door wide open because you were steering it backwards and you just <laughs> opened it completely open right into <laughs> another car and they didn't have insurance and they were being super sketchy when you were asking them for their insurance information. And you know exactly how far past E you can go. It's I'm just describing <laughs> cars I've owned. <laughs> so it's 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 stuff like that. Those old video mm-hmm. games. It's it's hard to be like, yeah, they weren't great, but you you learn like you learn to compensate for all those things, and and then you become skilled because mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is just play those games over and over again because you have to right. play what you have. Right. Back to Final Fantasy Four. <laughs> The world's largest tangent. I, so, uh, it was like the day before I left to go to Ecuador for a month. I was like, Final Fantasy 2? Okay, like, can we rent this? Yes, okay. And mm-hmm. we take it home, and I, 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 played, I played it for like about four hours mm-hmm. before I left, and that game... That game just grabbed me so, so much, because I was like, mm-hmm. A, it's on Super Nintendo. This is dope. Yeah. Uh, I I was like, wow, it it looks amazing. Mm. I was probably thinking this music this music is cool, but I would remember Music's being great. captivating because the first parts of Final Fantasy IV, you're you're bombing you're bombing Mesidia with the with the Red Barons, right? And then and then you you go back to the kingdom, and the king's like, hey, bitch, go deliver a package with your buddy here. So then, th- then you do, and then you explode that little girl's hometown. I have more atrocities for you to commit. <laughs> and then, and then you have to go through a cave with a fucking crazy old man, and that's probably about as far as I got into that game. And I was like, all I could, th- I was like, I want to mm. play this so fucking badly. That's all, like that's all I want. And I had spaghetti and meatballs for dinner that night. <laughs> Get up super early the next day, go to Ecuador for a month, and literally all I'm thinking about for an entire month is playing Final Fantasy IV. Like, I was like, oh, the fucking second I get back to the United States, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Have I ever told you about the times that I've gone to Ecuador before? Um, You told me, I remember a little bit, but I think I remember one of, one of your later trips when you were watching uh, Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. Oh, okay. And you were kind of—I think you told me some of the, some of those stories, and you got me some knockoff Goku figures. Oh yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they had they had these uh, quote unquote video arcades mm-hmm. in Ecuador, and so you would you would pay to play by by the hour by by a time units. You'd yeah. pay you know you'd play by like half an by like by the half hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they they had these things, and so like they had a bunch of, they had like a bunch of like Nintendo. Like, it, it was weird the stuff that you could that you could get in South America. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically there was a Nintendo in my my uncle Santiago's apartment, and they like you could get Famicom games in South America yeah. like that that wasn't hard to do. And so they they made like a thing that the Famicom games attached into so that you could play them on an NES because it's the exact same thing they're just not made right. the the cartridges for the NES are just are just bigger but with the adapter you can play the mm. you know, they're not region locked or anything like that yeah 
So they they have all these they have all these games that are like that have different that, that have Spanish language settings and you know like stuff like that. I remember playing this one weird soccer game, and it was like it was like a soccer game, but the control scheme was like RPG. Huh. So it it was just, I I just remember going going to this arcade and like like being like huh there's there's some weird stuff and just playing. Just playing some weird because also you mm. know you got like bootleg like they didn't have Final Fantasy too no <laughs> but there there's a hundred there's a hundred games on this cartridge and like it's just like there's really actually like thirty games on the cartridge and there's like five different like corrupted weird versions of every game oh yeah yeah and when I when I got back when I got back from Ecuador. I first thing I wanted to do, I was like, I want spaghetti and meatballs for dinner. That was <laughs> not even because I was like trying to live it. It's just like I hadn't had like yeah, bon- like whack ass American cuisine in a month. Yeah, so yeah, no, after every trip, I'm always usually thinking like I need a hamburger or I want a uh, I want chicken wings. Oh yeah, because oh, I'm like yeah, I'm not having either of those items abroad. Uh, yes, ex- excellent choices. Mm. Or pizza sometimes, just cheap shitty pizza. Yeah, so I, I want I want spaghetti and meatballs and fucking garlic bread, and I I go back. I, I was like I was like oh yeah also because that that was that was the other thing too. It was like hey we rented this thing so you don't forget to take it back to the to the video rental store. When I got back, I was like the first thing on my list is go back and rent Final Fantasy four. Yeah. It was never it was never there again. It was gone. It was gone forever for all eternity. I don't know what happened to it. I don't. Oh, it wasn't even like checked out. It was. Yeah, it was just not available. Yeah, it was just gone. I went. I went oh, there wow. like twenty more times, and uh, it was just. It was just never there again. I was like so mad. Eventually, I bought it off of uh, this dude I went to kung fu with. His name was Ian Swain. He had a nice. he had a copy of it, and I think I bought it from him for like twenty bucks, and I still I still have that copy. And that, oh. but but that was that was a long time after I got into Final Fantasy VI or mm. Final Fantasy III as it was released in America, mm. which is the point of this entire story. <laughs> Final, Final Fantasy VI till till I die, and that okay. that game was purchased, saving five dollars a time. Every week that Saul was giving me, and I think I got to around forty-five or fifty bucks, and mm-hmm. I think the game was like sixty or seventy new. Hmm. Yeah, was, those were more expensive usually. Yeah, I, re- I remember. I could see that being seventy. I was I was reading I was reading about just like video game inflation costs and things. Yeah. You know, like how how they were. So I was thinking it was going to be like whatever amount, and it was like. It was more. It was more money than I had, mm-hmm. but my dad was like, "He's like, I'm proud of you for saving up. You know, saving up that money over, mm-hmm. you know, over two or three months. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll pay I'll pay the diff. Yeah. So I nice. I bought I bought Final Final Fantasy six was the very first game that I ever like bought with my own money. And mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a slight con on your father, and, and, and also <laughs> who who do you think gave me all of the rest of the money for it? 
That was earned by being patient. Yeah. So not being terrible. But but yeah, we 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 got in we got into those RPGs, man, and uh you I I would have I would have to think that you put me on put me on to something more than that cuz we 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 shared a lot of the glorious golden age of su- like Super Nintendo games. Yeah. The best that is the best time to be alive for gaming. And I think I think you told me there's some story about how you borrowed it was like Chrono Trigger or something from Clayton Levering, and then you were gonna give him money for it, but then you never did or something. Yeah, I think that's Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> Chrono Trigger, I, I think I that was like my first my first eBay purchase. I think uh, I think I I paid the the gold price for that one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Clayton, I think I borrowed Final Fantasy VI from and kept that. and I feel terrible about that. Maybe Secret of Mana too. That's uh, that's uh, I love that game. Yeah, I've never beaten it <laughs> to this day. I've never beaten it. I've gotten like eighty-nine percent through. Yep, I've gotten super far many times, and then I put it down for long enough. Oh, I was, I was really close, and then you're like, "Hey, let's do this. Let's do this glitch that gets your level, your sword powered up faster, so you can have the mana sword or whatever." And we do it, and it corrupted my save, and never picked it up since. And I don't think I ever will. Yeah. So just Until, just is it in on case Switch? you're no, maybe I will. just in case you're uh, listening out there, folks, and you uh, look up the glitch to get an extra sword orb more quickly than you're supposed to, you have to exploit that glitch after a certain point in the game, or it will uh, corrupt. But your before file. a certain point too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was after that certain point. That was. Thank uh... you very much. I didn't need it. I was pretty pretty heavy. I was pretty heavy at the time. Probably could have pushed some people around, but <laughs> figured why not? Let's have some fun with it. And I listened to you. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else did we play on Super Nintendo? Do you do you remember? Do you remember the first? And okay, so it's probably it's probably a multi tiered question because I know I know it is for me. It has multiple answers. Okay. Do you do you remember the first? Like the first anime that you watched that got you like full like fully into like okay I'm in I'm into this art form, and so when I when I say there's there's multiple levels to that so like I I remember as early as as like fourth and fifth grade, um watching watching Sailor Moon and okay. po- and Pokemon. Okay. Before I before I'd go to work, and that that was probably like I wasn't you know super. Oh, child labor laws. I I was I was probably referring to it as Jap- Japanimation at yeah, that point. Probably. So I think I kinda, <laughs> like I kind of understood anime as a genre, but I but I didn't really. Uh-huh. But those were like those those were the ones that those were the things that I unknowingly got into, mm-hmm. and then. There was, and then there was the one show that like got me, that like really got me into it, which was which was Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I but I was just like this. This show is this show is I, like that was like the thing that sort of like made me like understand like okay, I sort of understand this as a thing, and like and then it made me remember like uh, wasn't there a show that was that was like this, but the guy was younger or something, mm-hmm. and. 
And then yeah, so like what was what was your what was your anime experience? Yeah, it was it was Dragon Ball Z. I had so I moved to Brandon after third grade. So I think at one point we went back in town. My grandparents still lived in Lakeland. Um, and so we would go back to visit. And at one point, I think I stayed over at one of my old friend's houses for one of the nights. And he woke us up like really fucking early on the weekend. Not Again, kids, it was not the end of the world, but like really early to watch something on TV. I think it was UPN too. <laughs> UPN doing the Lord's work. Oh yeah, baby. And it was, it was Dragon Ball Z. And it was, it was one of the, I think it was the fourth or so episode when it's Raditz and Goku and Gohan gets all powered up and furious. I think Goku might even die in that one. It was like, what is, like, so you have some action in there, some good fighting, and it's totally different style looking. It's like, what is this? And I think after that, I tried to start waking up on the weekends to catch it. And it was like a really inconsistent schedule, but it, it was... When it was there, it was I was starting to watch that when I could remember to wake up and actually get on and watch it. That was my first. That was what hooked me on it. Now I I had a uh, my my experience with with Dragon Ball Z. I I randomly woke up super early on a Saturday for no reason, so I turned on the TV, mm-hmm. and I literally literally it was the very first episode of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was i i mean i didn't i didn't know it at the time but i was like watching it. i was like i was like what the fuck is this yeah and so i and i watched it i got to the end of the episode i was like this is on every saturday morning i gotta start waking up on <laughs> saturday mornings and yeah. i and i fucking woke up every saturday morning at fucking eight o'clock yeah to watch to watch dragon ball z until the the toey or whatever the the first dub of that the, the ocean dub the ocean dub, yeah. Until until the ocean dub ran out of itself, which was what was that right right as they right as he was about to fight Jason Birder? Yeah, he had just Goku just showed up, saved the day, beat the crap out of Raccoon, and uh, Jason Birder were were up next, and then it cuts out every time. Yeah, and they were they were yeah. like, "We're we're gonna get him. We're really we're really fast." <laughs> and then like Goku is just like he doesn't even appear to be moving and they're just firing stuff at him and I was right. like oh boy I can't wait and then the next weekend it went back to the first episode and I was like what the fuck right I was so so mad I think I flipped to the TV guide channel waited for the scroll to come through so I could see what the description of the episode was to make sure it wasn't a mistake and it, yeah and, and I'm, that was frustrating I'm I've got to be pretty sure I probably made it all the way through again. And I was just like, what, what is the fucking deal? I don't know. Did you, did you keep going on on the Saturday morning? Cause I think that by the time I actually got serious and kept with the show was when we were in middle school. And so it was on again, UPN, I think probably it was on every morning at like seven thirty, maybe after Pokemon or before. Um, but the same thing would happen. It would end right at episode 59 or whatever that one was. I, but that's when I that's when I actually watched the show from start to finish. I just I saw it come back on. I'm like, oh, I know I know what this is. I started watching it, and I was able to actually watch the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. I was. I I think I was just waking up every Saturday morning. Yeah, but I but I remember. I didn't have enough luck doing that consistently. But I I remember, and it was it was a big, it was a big goddamn deal. When we were in high school, and Toonami yeah. was like, guess what, bitches new episodes of Dragon Ball Z. And that was going going back to the Ecuador talk, ta- talking about seeing seeing stuff that I never saw. What I saw 
what I saw in Ecuador, and now mm-hmm. I, and now I remembered that that we're talking about it was when when Trunks first appeared and fucking oh, sliced great. and sliced Frieza up. Yeah. Oh, that was legend. It was just a legend at the time because again, there's really no internet. There's kind of internet, but there's not really internet. Right, and like, and like, imagine that, and so like that stuff's uh, like Whispered that stuff's all like dubbed and ready to ready to go in Spanish, and it's like, yeah, I was only there for a month, and I I didn't really have any sort of frame of reference to be like, how can I how can I keep watching this stuff? Mm-hmm. But there was a, I, and I, and I want to look this up too because I I remember there were two things uh, specifically that I remember watching TV wise while I was while I was in Ecuador. There was there was that, and there was another, there was another show called Knights of the Zodiac. Saint mm. Seiya. That that's what that anime is called. And I I I kind of started watching that again on Netflix. I don't have Netflix anymore. But I I gotta use Laura's account to to take yeah. a trip through that because I I started watching that. I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And I guess like mm. uh, Netflix did uh like some new Saint Seiya stuff. But okay. it, it was it, it looked interesting enough to me to be like oh I'd give this a watch but I mean you know it's 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 some old it's some old school anime stuff I don't know I've seen that pop up on my on my recommendations but I'll keep my eyes out for that next time but those those were the things that I remembered seeing and I was like oh man like I wish I wish there was more Dragon Ball Z over here but we yeah. know we know it exists and then man like it right. was like Toonami's like new dubs baby dragon ball z is coming out and then like that in itself was like let's start religiously watching dragon ball z again and then the and then the frieza saga happened and i was like oh god it was tedious <laughs> but, now, I was, but i was still recording everyone yeah i don't remember it being tedious at the time i remember it being like oh man like i can't wait to see what happens next like because we were just we were too excited for it yeah tsunami man tsunami Tsunami had some great stuff. And, oh, you know what? Maybe it's Providence that we're talking about, Toonami. Because that was, uh... That was, uh... Fucking Adult Swim's April Fool's joke about five years ago. Oh. Yeah, they they start... They started playing... They started playing the room, and then Tom pops up, and he's like, Oh, hi, Adult Swim! (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And he's like, Guess what, bitches? Toonami's back! And I was like... (laughs) Oh fuck yeah! And they were like playing. <laughs> they were playing some cla- like just some straight up classic tsunami shit. And oh, and then it, and then it turned back into a fully into a fully formed thing, and that made, that that made me happy. Mm. Delightful April Fool's joke. I love that. Um, I like. Yeah, fucking fucking Dragon Ball Z, and I and sp- speaking of more tapes, just uh, the dra- the Dragon Ball Z movies. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. They had the first three or so, but yeah, three three was pretty much it. I think they did. Yeah, so four was Lord Slug, and I don't think that made it on until a lot longer. Yeah, I, th- I I think at that point I was probably like, okay, I don't, I don't care about watching Dragon Ball and ancillary material anymore. Yeah, unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that probably covers middle school about. Yeah, Tenchi Muyo, Gundam Wing, caps, caps it off about right. 
Yeah, and and I think I I think probably that stuff sort of leans more into uh, leans more into high school. So Did let's you? maybe let's break the monotony, and we're gonna oh. we're gonna do we're gonna do a little pass or trash <laughs> because. Don't forget, you're still listening to Why Did We Ever Meet, and uh, yeah, we're we're gonna, we're gonna do a fun little edition of Pass the Trash right now. Pass the Trash, it's a song I stole from Cash. Do you base it on working class? We gotta know. Oh God, I'm drunk. <laughs> Pass the Trash. Goddamn trash. <laughs> this song sounds like ass. <laughs> oh god, is it really fucking gas or something? You gotta know. Do you pass the trash? Oh god, that was bad. <laughs> A loving tribute. I just I I had the lyrics up for it too. I, I can't I can remember. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen what you do with your notes that you write down for professionalism. <laughs> Put your drink on them. <sighs> okay. So today's episode of Passive Trash, we're doing Passive Trash NES edition. Ooh. And so pa- Passive Trash is, if it passes the test, it's a pass. If it's a mm-hmm. trash game, mm-hmm. it's trash. And so I, 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 picked, I picked NES games, and okay. this is just, uh, this is straight up just, NES games, first NES, and I kind of went by uh, IGN's Top Hundo. Well, I looked up Top 20, went to, uh, there was a Top 100, so I just scrolled down to the Top 20 from there. Uh, okay. But but then I also uh, have a list of definitely honorable mentions, so those, so those will have to go on there. They were also in the Top 100, so these are all in the Top 100, but I'll, I'll tell you when we get to the actual Top 20. Got it. First game is ice hockey. Oh, pass. <laughs> Not only this game was fun, but this was one I played with my dad when he would actually. I, I can't believe he played video games with me at one point. Like that was really weird. I don't know why. Like I just cannot see that man now playing a video game with me. <laughs> but he played ice hockey with me like a bit. And it was a lot, that and Evander Holyfield real deal boxing on the Sega Genesis. But that game would throw him into fits of rage so great we would leave, we'd close him off in the guest room and like go to the other end of the house. Because he definitely had cheating AI, I'm sure, and he he, he couldn't get past that. But yeah, pass ice hockey. I love that game. Oh, Little skinny guys, great. big fat guys. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> yes, team of fat guys. <laughs> I I. We're, did we play ice hockey recently? Because I know we I know, did. I know it's on the Switch thing. Okay, did yeah, I... we played a game online. I think you beat me by like twenty goals. <laughs> it was close for a while, but eventually I I started losing interest. And then Bart said this was stupid, and he quit. So I won. <laughs> yeah, my head, my head uh, got caved in a bit, yes. so I probably started playing even less D. Uh, obviously, that's a pass for me as well. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the Guardian Legend. Do you ever play the Guardian Legend? No, I don't think I did. Oh man, you'd love the Guardian Legend, I think. So it, mm. it's it's a combo of uh, it's a combo of all the overworld stuff that you would find in the Legend of Zelda, but then it's also a combo shooter that you would find in a game like Gradius, but uh, instead of side to side, it's top down. Okay, I see this. Yeah, I don't. I didn't play this one. 
I'll, I'll just get I'll just give that a big old pass. It had great music, and uh, you'd. You should, you should I see some cool out. monsters. Like a real super underrated NES gem. I'll give it a provisional pass. Okay, Double Dragon Two. Oh, pass. Yeah, I think this. I think that's probably the one that I played first. Yeah, it, it had it had the co-op. Yeah, yeah. Got it. That, that was the key. And it had all that dope ass music too. Yeah, and, and you could you could fight each other too, right? There was a, there oh, was a oh, yeah, PvP those, mode. Yeah, yeah. Those games always had a friendly fire mode, and that was uh, always fun when you got bored with the game and decided to beat up your partner. Oh, I think we probably played that more than we played the the main game. I think it was like, oh, there's a main mode too. Oh, we should do that one day. <laughs> Stop punching each other. Bunch of dumb kids. Did you ever play Little Nemo Dream Master? I remember playing a little bit of it, but I didn't play very. I didn't play much of it. I think a friend had it. I'll give it a pass on the baller-ass music by Junko Tamiya. That's she, enough. She she wrote the music for Bionic Commando. Oh, God. And, uh, su- surprise, that'll be, that'll be a little... I, I assume that Bionic Commando's making an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> My reaction may surprise you. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's in the top 20, so we'll get there. <laughs> Oh, th- now this is going to be a big old fucking big fat pass for me because this is one of my favorites. Dr. Mario. Pass at the time, but it's tr- it feels like trash to me now because I, I, I'm bad at it. I can't play it. I'm terrible. I, th- I swear I was good when I had it on Game Boy. So, yeah, I think I passed many a plane ride uh, up to Chicago playing that. Have we? Have and we great never... music. Type C, or uh, the music C, I think, was, was the jam. I just know I liked one of the alternate ones, not the main one. The rappy sound. Maybe. Ooh, yeah, that sounds right. Pouring beer. Yeah. I'm going to have to put up the bourbon signal and pray somebody sees it. So 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 it gets a trash from you because you because you no 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 no, no. It's, it's, a, it's, a pass. Pass. it's a pass it's a pass no it's a pass absolutely kid Nikki radical ninja I didn't play that one you never play that one all right we'll we'll, we'll just I I assume that we might hit the snag we'll we'll just pass through we'll, we'll just pass right. through if we pass it just gets a pass because I wrote a bunch of ones that are obvious passes to me okay here's a good one Tetris. Yeah, I guess pass, even though, again, bad at it. Not as good. Or at least I'm surrounded by people who are much better than me. Did you ever get in on one of the sessions where we were obsessed with Tetris at this house? Yes, I was. And that's what that's where I, my, my feelings of inadequacy came in. Okay. And, yeah, you and Jake going back and forth, I think, were uh, well, that was Tetris when, wizards. That was when Rialito lived here. Yeah. So that that was a uh, we we'd play Tetris so much that we'd see the Tetris bricks when we closed our eyes like just falling <laughs> randomly, and that that is a that is a real absolutely like legitimate phenomenon that happens. I don't like go- Google it if it's an actual huh. thing that someone has written research on, but it definitely happens because I mm-hmm. I mentioned it and everyone in that circle where we were like, playing <laughs> Tetris religiously was like. Yeah, all, I thought it was just stuff. me. Like when I close my eyes to go to bed, I always just see falling Tetris bricks. <laughs> Battle Toads, pass. Yeah, I love Battle Toads. It, I I 
don't think I ever beat that one because that game was so hard. But oh, I, I'm so when we talk about it being one of the more challenging games of the time, I'm proud of myself for as far as I remember getting. Yeah, that that would be a thing. I remember getting very far in that game. Uh, it was it was insanely difficult. Yeah, uh, the re- the, like the repelling levels. Uh, I I just uh, remember I, the level on the speed bikes. The speed bikes, yeah. That was fun. I like that one. That one was fun. It was hard as hell, but it was fun. But that was the good thing about the speed bike level is it had the warp zone in it. You just had to, like... Yes. I'd love to take a crack at that game again, just to, like... Is it really that hard? Eh. Yeah, I'd give it... A, I want to give it a shot. And uh, also, I want to try the new one, too. Uh, how about... why not? How about Jackal? Jackal? Is it a Jackal? Jackal? It's a Jackal! Uh, is it a Jackal? Yeah. I didn't pass. I'll pass it on, on assumption you're correct. <laughs> Did I, I? I remember seeing like that was a game I remember everybody else had. So I remember always seeing it and never seeing anybody play it. I always felt that a lot of the NES games that were co-op were were fun, just just yeah. by virtue of like you're playing with someone else. Like even if it's good mm-hmm. or not, it's still it's still fun. And isn't mm-hmm. that really the the main thing there? But yeah, you yes. had the little you had the little jeeps and you had to like rescue oh, hostages yeah. and stuff. And it was like a it was like the, see a little of that. the top down part of Commando. But yeah. all GP. That game had good music too. Uh, how uh, Gradius? You ever play that? Did you ever play that on the NES? Yeah, I play it on the NES. Yeah, that's that's a pass. I always like those. I never super obsessed with that style of game though. But that one, I mean, they're fun. It's a uh, utilized <laughs> Konami code. Oh yeah, yeah. And I probably didn't know it at the time. My my fa- my favorite thing about I think I played that early about gradius 3 is it uses the konami code but it's slightly altered in order to use it correctly instead of doing left right left right you have to do lr lr oh sneaky if you do left right left right your shift self-destructs <laughs> <laughs> which is like if you know about the Konami code, that's the very first thing you do is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, and then your ship just immediately explodes. You're like, oh, what the fuck? That's the funniest thing. <laughs> Especially because in Gradius 3, like, you you have to, you build your ship layout. So you probably spend, like, like the first time you play that game, you mm-hmm. probably spend about five minutes, like, doing all that stuff, and then you put in the <laughs> Konami code and immediately lose a life. Like, God damn it, like... <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever did that fucking geez. hats off Mega Man pass yes well that one was too hard I never beat that one <laughs> everyone seems to say everyone seems to say that that one was more difficult yeah than, than I don't think I put the time in that I did for like say two or three that but you know, and that's probably another thing. I think that was mine. Okay, Castlevania two. Pass. I think I think these all blend together for me a little bit. That was the one that had more it, like RPG elements in it. Hmm. So it, it was it was a open world like Metroidvania style. Like it wasn't just one level. Like you went as far in whatever direction as you could go. Yes. Yeah, pass. That one was that was that was good too. All the Castlevania games are great. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I, I liked I liked that one for just the uh for that exact kind of like that Metroid stuff where it's like in, in instead of instead of, you know, starting at point A and point B, you go all over the place, you get more stuff that makes you more powerful and then you start 
blasting ass through enemies and like i always love games where you where you get more powered up and that that kind of thing so yeah i don't think i was ready for that at the time i think i was still kind of used to straightforward more straightforward level design sure so i was probably my my little baby brain couldn't handle it bubble bobble (laughs) i love bubble bobble yeah that's pass who the hell don't (laughs) so cute and and it's yeah it's got it's just got that great that great music and then there's st- stupid dark demon whale monsters, and the music gets all fast. And <laughs> that's right. You're like, oh god, I hate this. <laughs> I like I like games that make you panic, but in a fun way, like uh, mm. Overcooked. Unless you've yes. never unless you've never worked in a kitchen, then it just gives you anxiety. <laughs> you just don't know what to do. <laughs> oh god. No, the opposite. I, the opposite for that uh, for me is uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog swimming underwater and about to drown. Oh, for some reason, yeah. that's always oh, my association yeah. of the most nerve wracking. Oh yeah, that's gaming a, anxiety. You get a bit. You get that a feels bad. bad. Uh, I don't. I, this isn't in the uh, top twenty, but I'm sure it's in the top one hundred. And I passed it, uh, but I'll just say it since it just reminded me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has a, a similar uh, drowning mechanic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh my god. I I think we beat that one time. I swear, I swear I beat that damn. And maybe made it two levels further or something and ran out of lives. That game was so damn hard. See, and now that I, I liked I liked that game because you you could use each one of the turtles and yep. the, their their weapons were all different. Obviously Donatello yeah. was the best one because Absolutely. he had the staff and he had Got the range. range. You use that to cheat beat bad guys while you're up on your the only hope yeah <laughs> if you have Raphael, you're fucked yeah he's your, he's your only hope um and yeah that had that same uh setup as this next game mm. zelda 2 link's awakening or uh, uh, right. the adventures of link rather trash i did not like this one it didn't work for me <laughs> maybe now i could try it with a more sophisticated palette but at the time, I didn't like it. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's an acquired it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I'll uh, I mean i'd I'd give it a uh, I'd give it a pass, but like it, it's a real soft pass. It's it's a very mm-hmm. soft pass. So it's, it's a legacy. But it, admission, I, it's got that gold cartridge. It it, it does <laughs> it does have a cool cartridge. But you could get that with 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 Zelda One. Oh, you could get that anywhere. Up the street, down the block. It's a bird you take home. Wear out. Okay, now we're entering the top 20. Okay. Kid Icarus. I probably have played these. Yeah, pass. That was terrible at that game. Here's an I interesting tidbit. Built never got side the hang by of it. side with Metroid on the same engine. Huh. And I guess that makes sense. I can see that, yeah. All right, moving on to number 19. And you could go from side to side, right? Walls were not a thing. You would enter at the left and come back out the right, much like I'm doing on the screen now. <laughs> uh, the, the levels, uh, there, were, there were several different levels. There were, there were start at the bottom and climb to the top levels. Yeah. The dungeons were, yeah, go, go left, right, down, up. Um, mm-hmm. there, there, were, there were left to right levels. Yeah. Oh no, no! I meant uh, so like I'm the, I think I'm thinking of the, the bottom up levels. If you went off the left side of the screen, you'd come back around on the right, kind of like one of the oh, Mario yeah, yeah, battle yeah, yeah. levels. There was, there was that too as well. Okay. Uh, like ice climbers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here's a more straightforward affair you can get behind: Castlevania. Oh, pass. Yeah. That game had some baller ass music as well. Yes, it did. 
proud that I could I could have beaten that one in my day. Now coming in at number eighteen, and this uh, I'm I'm wired differently, so this is my favorite Mario game, Super Mario Brothers two. I like this old pass, yeah. I, I I didn't know enough to think that maybe, you know, video games have to always be exactly the same the second time through, so I was fine with a complete opposite curveball with the sequel. I digging up vegetables was a lot of fun. And floating with Princess was cool. I don't know, I liked the I liked the variation on all the mechanics. Yeah. So it was I don't know, I always remember having fun playing that game. And and then there was no reason to ever pick Mario. Absolutely, no reason, which the is game's fine. Name's that might have been where my aversion to Mario began, because <laughs> I never pick Mario when I get the choice in any of these other games now. <laughs> and 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 also by a complete, you know, just coincidence, Koji Kondo, who's written all of the music for every every mainline Mario game, wrote the music mm. for for the game that this was like an adaptation of Doki Doki Panic mm-hmm. j- just by just by coincidence so that's funny so it, it's y- you you have you have what is they're like okay Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan was just the first Super Mario Brothers game except with the difficulty of just like dialed up to 11 mm. and they're like like the whole logic behind that game is how can we do the same exact game but way harder basically okay let's take everything that's fun about the game like getting magic <laughs> mushrooms and do the opposite poison mushrooms <laughs> warp zones that take that let you skip parts of the game let's do warp zones that send you back <laughs> yeah that game was mean yeah let's put weather hazards in the game <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just shit. It's just shit like that. And so, uh, the the people who who were in charge of you know decide like the people in Nintendo of America and and the people at Nintendo of Japan is like American audiences aren't gonna like this. It's too hard. Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah. Like okay, well let's figure something out. So they took this game Doki Doki Panic just fucking palette swapped the characters to make them in the Mario characters. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's everyone knows those, like everything in that game is Mario characters. Especially and, Birdo. And the guy, and the guy who, you know, Koji Kondo wrote, wrote the music for it. So that, that's just one more thing that, you know, makes it feel more like a Mario game. So it was, I don't know. It was, I, I just, I liked it. It was different. Moving on to number 17, Ninja Gaiden. Also good music. Yeah. Yeah. Pass, yeah. God, the game was mean. That was another hard one. I, some of these games, you didn't. I didn't realize how hard they were at the time, but then I go back and tried to play them, and it's like, yeah, these were really, really hard. Now, I didn't play a lot of Ninja Gaiden, but it's one, it's one of the... If it's a, I, I, I just kind walls, of assume that everything thing. in the top seventeen is you know gonna gonna get a pass even if I've never played it. But I've played for sure. I, I've I've played bits and bobs in Ninja Gaiden. All right, here here we go. This, this is my wheelhouse. Mega Man Three. Yes. Yeah, I think this is the this was the Mega Man I played the most. Maybe even the first Mega Man I played, and then I went back and played two. Oh man, Rock Man. 
I remember going in the very beginning of the level where there's that long area where you can slide. Mm-hmm. And because we had to take turns playing, I would just sit there and slide back and forth <laughs> for a while to make sure my turn went really long. But I would have the fun of sliding around. <laughs> and we'd all do that to annoy each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Pass the controllers. Oh, baby. Um... Yeah, obviously that's gonna get a, a big old pass for me. Yeah, it was. I was gonna say I love the sliding mechanic in that game. It was, <laughs> it was, it was absolutely it's my favorite part. It, it was great, great, great game, great music. Mm-hmm. You you get to real you get to redo the levels again, but like in hard mode, sort of. Mm-hmm. You get to fight a bunch of Mega Man Two bosses. Like yeah, yeah, there are a bunch of things. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> That one, that one, yeah. Shit's dope. That, that one for sure is, is a big time pass. Oh, that, mm. straight away, this is a big time ultimate all time pass for me. And we were talking about beating the shit out of your own teammates. River City Ransom. Yep, yeah. Hard, big, big pass. This game had all, like, this game just had all those little bits of things that I love. Just a little bit of storyline piped in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it had the originality of just the the running the running text of of the guys yeah. that you're beating up yeah and they're, and they're they're just saying dumb things it's not yes. it's fucking nonsense it's not anything <laughs> but you know the this is from the uh, the line of uh kunio kun games kunio kun getchiochi kun <gasps> yeah we love getchiochi kun getchiochi kun so so old kunio kun was uh he he was in he was in a bunch of games. Kunio is my dog. <laughs> oh God! Like war, uh, there there was the World Cup soccer was a great game. Oh it was yeah, a great yeah. Kunio Kun game. Uh, that dude was everywhere. Super dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. That was the one I was trying to think of. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think Super Dodgeball is on this list, but uh, Pass or Trash Super Dodgeball. Oh, pass. Yeah, that was pass so much fun. <laughs> that that was one of those ones that I first found out about as a ROM. It's like oh. It's a, this is a Japan only one. Uh, uh, it wasn't though. Super Dodgeball. Came, I, I've got a copy of Super Dodgeball. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I was mistaken. Well, that's how I played it the first time. Was as a ROM. Yeah, that was that was one of one of my most like like one of my latest NES acquisitions was okay. Super Dodgeball. But yeah, it or, or I maybe not even I might not even have that game. I think it's actually just on Switch Online. <laughs> On the really quick on the topic, and now I just remembered from the topic of Mega Man sliding, because I'm sure this is going to be in your top twenty or anyone's top twenty. Mega Man Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I've always heard just like Mega Man Soccer is the best thing ever, but Mega Man Soccer's on Super Nintendo, so I know, but I just I had to think. I say I have to say it out loud. Oh yeah, I'm it, thinking it, about Mega Man bears, Soccer now. It bears a mention for sure. <laughs> Um, but yes, you're right. I also started thinking about Super Nintendo. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, but and and then also River City Ransom had had the power up thing. You you know mm-hmm. you're fighting bad guys to get money, so that yeah you had to, you had to grind There's an economy. Yeah, you had to grind for money. Like it, it had those yeah. RPG elements. Yeah. Ah, uh, here's a fun old all time classic. Excite Bike coming in at number fourteen. I'll pass. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta pass. Excite bike, not a lot of music to that game, not a lot no. of anything to that game, but no. it's it's fun for a couple hours. Does it? Yeah, it, it's it's a classic. It's it's one of the launch titles. It's it's got mm-hmm. it's got to be in there. 
And then just boop, 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 It's boop, fun to just watch it go. Boop, head over, boop, head over handlebars. Or, or if you, or if you lost it to the sad version, which is like, <laughs> get a foggy trumpet. You lost. <laughs> okay, now here's here's a game, and I kind of consider this to be a better version of Excite Bike RC Pro Am. I didn't play RC Pro Am. Oh, I only played man. Excite Bike. I probably got my biking out of uh, out of my system by then. Okay, so RC Pro Am was kind of like Excite Bike, but with race cars, but you were on an actual track, and okay. uh, it had the same exact annoyance as Excite Bike, where it was like, okay, just randomly for no reason, you could be winning a race, and then one of the one of the uh, NPCs will just get a power up that makes it go a billion miles an hour, and yeah. you can never win the race. Mm. Uh, it's Good design, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it should get it should get a trash on that alone, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give it a pass. You're in the top third. I IGN, sure, you know what you're doing. Why not? Uh, number twelve and a Konami classic Contra. Pass. Yeah, this was another. This is another one that my dad played with me. Oddly enough, Contra. I forgot about Contra, and we could get to the end. We cheat, of course. Gotta get those extra lives. See, now, th- this was a great game. God, the idea of my dad making it to the end of Contras makes no sense. Th- that means he was actually decent at games for a second there. And probably more likely culprit is you knew the Konami code. I did. <laughs> definitely was using that. Yeah, it's uh, super easy to get to the end of the Contra if you have 30 extra lives. That's true. Yeah, I guess it was. Oh my god, you know Probably what I loved? Not. You know what I loved about Contra is running out of lives and then stealing the other person's yes. lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's best to die first. It's, it's a great game mechanic. And you see like it's like game over and then all of a sudden you just drop back in, you're like, Oh what the <laughs> fuck? I had like five lives left. was the fun like that was that was the fun of playing that game with with the konami code is Mm -hmm. you you know you throw caution to the wind you play very recklessly like that's that's the thing Uh, another game with great fucking music Mm -hmm. Uh, number 11 final fantasy i didn't play this as a nintendo game i played this well after probably after i played seven eight maybe even nine but it gets a pass. It's still... I mean, it's harder to play. So going into it after all those quality of life upgrades over years and years and years was, was challenging. But yeah, I made it through. And it was pretty good. So I feel like there is a... Uh, because there is. There, there's, a, there's a rift in, in the zeitgeist of, of older gamers that you know i would count us in that in in that company versus you know younger people where where it's to to me part part of a game's charm is having those annoying things that you had to play around Mm -hmm. and so you you try you try playing a game like like imagine if your first game was like arkham knight like that's the very first video game you played at 
you know the age that we started playing video games. Well, I wouldn't have played. I wouldn't have played games for very long because the Batmobile levels would have put me off forever. Oh, sorry. I, I <laughs> sorry. I meant to say Arkham Asylum. I was thinking oh, okay. Arkham Asylum. Sorry, I, I I'm a little drunk. Then I'd be happy about video games for a long time to come. <laughs> but so like, it it it's just new games. Like they they just explain how to do everything, and so okay. video games of yore came with instruction manuals. Yes. And and they you know they explained how to, how to do certain things, but even mm. but even then, if you're you know if you're at that age where you're young and maybe you're not the world's strongest reader yet, you just you figure the fucking game out. Yeah. And you know imagine imagine playing Persona Five with mm. no tutorials. Like the okay yeah none of the little pro tips are popping up yeah okay and and and, and, and keep in mind. A Persona 5, if you've never played it, is a game where you are 60 hours in and it's still giving you tutorials. <laughs> Absolutely. So I I was reading I it was it was an article and someone was talking about they were they were talking about showing these these young kids old video games. Mm-hmm. So they were like Super Mario Brothers. The the basicest yeah. of the basic. And there's not there's not a lot there's not a lot to Super Mario Brothers. You know, you you can only go in one direction. You hold down mm-hmm. B to run, you put you press A to jump. When you're large, you can duck if you press down on the controller. There's warp zones that you can press down on there and if there's a vine, you press up to go up a vine or whatever. So there's not there's not a lot to dictate there. But these kids are like playing this game. They're like, "This could uh, a tutorial could really, really set this game off." It's like, <laughs> really? I mean, it's it's just like, dude, there's four buttons on a controller. Figure out what they do. Y- yeah, you know what I mean. So, and and for, first of all, the select button does nothing in literally every right. NES game. <laughs> it's. It's the, the, there's the few are the cruel ones that actually make you hit select to change menu options. Yeah, yeah. That the, after the you sele- feel like an idiot trying to hit up and down like a normal person. Yeah, the, the you're select. Like, oh, you're one of those games. Yeah, the select button works on the first ten, the, the first ten NES games that came out. And they're like, this is stupid. You just press up and down. To- <laughs> I, I always thought of it as like the formal option, like wearing fancy clothes for dinner. <laughs> hmm, what shall to I? To be fair, I shall hit today. select. I yes. should select to be where I can whomp on the ass of my best friend. <laughs> exactly. So fancy. <laughs> I like that though. Oh god, let's what what do we what do we got in that? But yeah, Final Fantasy like it, it's you have to save at an inn. You can't even mm-hmm. save. You can't even save on the overworld. No. If you if you kill an enemy and they die. And you attack, and you attack the same enemy again. It just says you just hit air, in, ineffective. So you you waste a turn. So that that game, that game made you. You, you had you had to be you had to be selective about what enemy you had to factor that into your strategy. Yeah, you had to pay attention. Whereas whereas that was one of the wildest things to me the first time I played Final Fantasy Four. I was like. Oh my god, I killed that thing and it just went to the next character instead of like doing nothing. Like imagine going from 1 to fucking 4. And that, I, and that's like 
I'm sure there were quality of life things in between one and two, but I mean, yeah, like going a lot to, changed. Like that, that's a that's a fucking world of difference. Yeah, I liked that one because I went back and so I mean, like, yeah, as you're getting to seven, eight, or nine, they're changing up mechanics and systems are different, so there's variations on it. And I thought going back, it was going to be like super vanilla, and so I was like, okay, there's going to be nothing. There's going to be no spices on this. But that was its own battle mechanic that kind of spiced things up and made it interesting. It's like, okay, oh, that's one more math factor I've got to put in every choice of who am I going to put on what attacks to be the most efficient. And then actually your 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 mages and your guys who hit for shit are actually useful because you can use them to kind of fill in the, that final gap and let your big guys go and hit I, other people to exactly. get the most out of every every swing. Right. So it's so you know what we see what we see is like okay that's something you kind of have to work around but you build you mm. build that in, into their strategy. Like a new gamer is like that's fucking dumb and no, it is like, kind of dumb but it's still great. <laughs> yeah. And and you know I I think there is that disconnect is just going to exist. And and, yeah. and that that's okay. It, it that's does, fine. It does not reduce my my enjoyment of that game. You know, I've always I've always had the uh, the fantasy of mm-hmm. starting at one and just going through every single game. Problem is, it's a pain in the ass to get all those in-between games. And not because they didn't get released in America, but because they did. But finding a suitable process to p- play them in this day and age. Because you gotta, you have, like, you really, you have to go with emulators. And for me, yeah. it's like, if I'm playing Final Fantasy 2 and I'm playing on an emulator... I want to play the original Famicom version that has a fucking patch to, you know, play it in English, obviously. Right. Or, or you know, my supreme, my supreme dream, because they didn't have enough memory on those cards to, to put the Japanese, to, to put kanji on them, is to learn enough Japanese to, you know, just play it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And, and that'll help me. That'll, that'll, that'll be a thing that I want to exploit in the future. And, and I will. I, I, I will do that. I'm, you know, maybe in another year or two, I'll, I'll get to that point to where I can kind of do that. And that, that'll be fucking sweet. All right. Ooh, baby. We're in the top 10. And here's a fucking great. Here's a great top of the 10. DuckTales. Oh, man. Yeah. Pass. Bouncing on the cane is the most fun thing ever. The moon music, obviously. You know what? And every- other, gra- other great tracks. Oh, yeah. Every, every, listen, everyone... Everyone immediately defaults to the moon, but God, that Amazon, that Amazon track, that first level, it's a bang. Mm-hmm. I like, I think I always remember like in uh, Egypt, there, there's an Egypt one, right? Or some sort of tomb. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like there always, always is like a Strider. <laughs> that was a game that had like an egypt level. Strider's not on this list. Pass or trash, Strider? Um... Uh... I'll go trash so I could be edgy. I didn't. I didn't care for it. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. I I feel like there there there's that is one of those games where it's like, if you grind, if you go through the grind to get all the fucking power ups and stuff, it's cool. But there's it's so glitchy and like not good in a mm. lot of ways. But I I would I'd give I'd give Strider a pass. I don't think I ever beat it, but there was there was some cool power ups. I, I, the game had a lot of cool. Po- I just like games that have good permanent power ups. Like any, like usually if a game has a passcode system, oh yeah, that you that you have to implement before you replay it, then you know I'm I'm gonna like it. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good judging. Uh, good check mark. Um, which 
Which actually, I think I gave Blaster Master a pass. I kind of want to get. I, you know what? Blaster Master gets a trash. I, I'm, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm retracting my pass on that game. It okay. gets a trash because it has all those things that I like. But you have to be Blaster Master in one sitting, and it takes like, it, yeah, it takes over eight hours to do that. And there's no that- passcodes. There's no whatever. Like it takes forever to beat that fucking game. Like. Trash. Yeah. You get trash. You should have put passwords in your game, you asshole. Yes. Oh, I would. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Let's trash. I trash that game. Fun for the first few minutes, and then you realize you got to yeah, exactly sit there forever to beat that game. All right. Never gonna Number do nine. Bionic Commando. Trash. Fuck. Because I was terrible at that game. I did not. I did not. The traversal. It was a fun game to watch you play, but. Trying to do the traversal mechanic myself with the uh, robotic extendo arm, I was I was really bad at it, so I never had fun playing it. Yeah, you can't you can't jump in that game. You you cannot jump in that game. I want to jump so badly. Oh yeah, you know you know you want to, but when you get over the handicap of not being able to jump and only being able to use that bionic arm, uh, I've I've spent. You made it look so smooth. I think honestly, like that, like. If I if I really had to like whittle it down to what my favorite NES game was, like it, it, Bionic Commando is a super strong contender. If if mm-hmm. it's not like if it's not like the number one, yeah, I know it'd be on your short list. That's oh god, I fucking love that game. It, the the arm mechanic is just so great. <laughs> All right, moving on to number eight, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest. You ever play that? No, I think I started it a little bit, but it, it's dragon quest so it's just as basic as it gets yeah it, and it, at that point i don't think I, I didn't i was going back to play that after having played you know exciting games yeah and i almost sort of disagree with its place on this list a little bit because i would think dragon warrior or rather dragon quest 3 would rank a lot higher dragon, that's the one i've seen dragon quest 3 is on on this list of 100 yeah. but i don't know man i it I just would, gets credit for being first yeah i guess so it gets credit for coming with Nintendo Power. That's but, right. But it was, Getting but it was hands. good. Like it, it was, it, it, it gets its position and it gets a pass for like being like the really true first like fully formed JRPG. Yeah. In the in the way that we know it, like Dragon, like Dragon Quest games have gone largely unchanged. Yeah. As far yes, they have. Yeah, like it's. They pretty much figured out everything that they wanted to do with Dragon with Quest Eleven. You still get uh, you still hit the air if you try to attack an enemy that died. <laughs> Excuse me, I started. My voice disappeared there mid sentence. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was it was it was, uh, it, was a, it was an RPG experience. It's it, it's great. It, it, it gets a pass. Ooh, we're now we're uh, to, uh, number number seven. Mike Tyson's punch out. That's gonna be a big old pass for me. Oh, the biggest, the biggest pass. Even though I never beat Mike. <laughs> I I always feel like every once in a while when I go to some of these games, I get into a kick where I'm like, I wanna like I wanna I get into a kick where I'm playing this game and Yeah. That was like, okay, I just wanna beat Super Macho Man in the first round and then I did and I beat Mike Tyson in the first round. I've done that before. I couldn't do right. it right right at this moment, but those were uh, those were accomplishments. Where I was like, those good, are good for me. Yeah, I I was pretty bad. I think when I was a kid, I couldn't get past Soda Popinski. Then I started playing it again later, uh, much older, 
and I got I got all the way to Mike Tyson. Just I could never I could never beat him. That was that was the oh, yeah, the eternal really, stumbling block. Really twitchy. Yeah, and I panic. I just dive into those uppercuts. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like take me, Mike. It, it it is it is so weird how someone someone intuited that they should add anxiety as like a, a thing that you have to overcome while you're playing a game. Yeah, and I and I that have is exactly to imagine, that is exactly the punch out experience, especially from what I know about about the Japanese life experience with how you go through the school system and how you're pressured to succeed, mm-hmm. that there was probably a lot of dudes that were just walking balls of anxiety, mm-hmm. just pissing gooblers out of their skin if you like Solar Opposites. <laughs> Have you watched Solar Opposites? No. The, se- the second season of it just came out on uh, Hulu. It's uh, Justin Roiland's other show. It's- yeah, I, I just saw that the second season was out. I keep, I'm, I'm meaning to watch that uh, one. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It, it, I it It's just a more focused Justin Roiland experience without the Dan Harmon to balance him out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's really just a lot of unnecessary cussing, and that makes it <laughs> funny because it's unnecessary. And also, uh, the, the, the kid from... Uh, from the Goldbergs is on it. Upon okay. upon whose name I'm dr- drawing a blank, but he just has one of those mm. weird. He just has one of those weird voices. He seems like yeah, it seems like a good voice <laughs> for a Justin Roiland show, especially. And, and, yeah, and and also and also his character's name is Yumulac. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just it's just funny because he he has a really like. He's a really juvenile sounding voice and he like he cusses more than anyone. It's, it's unnecessary. I, I, I find that. Yeah, I like I like voice. when Morty cusses, so. <laughs> well, if you like that, you'll like Solar Opposites. Let's move on to number six with Metroid. Pass. Yeah, it's it's Love. it's kinda got to. Without without Metroid, I wouldn't have Super Metroid. And without Super Metroid, we wouldn't have that one time where we both beat it every day for a week from start to finish <laughs> in a yes. row. Yes. And good experience. Yeah, and that's that. I th- if we're if we're talking about things that I specifically remember, just in in the old realm of friendship, mm-hmm. I that is one thing that I specifically remember. Just having that conversation where I was like. I beat Met- I beat Super Metroid every time like like once a day for an entire week straight just to see if I could. I was like, mm-hmm. "Have you ever done that?" Because I realized it only takes a couple hours to beat it and I have yeah. a couple hours every day to do that. Yeah. And you were, an afternoon. Yeah, you independently of me had done the exact same thing and I was yeah. like, I, "I like that. That makes me <laughs> What a strange thing to do that yeah. I've also done." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, god, god, god damn, I can't, I can't remember anything specifically that like really galvanized our friendship. But if you just want to look at like one thing where it's like two dudes who are good friends randomly did a weird thing completely separately of one <laughs> yeah. another, like okay, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll say beating Super Metroid every day for a week straight it was what galvanized our friendship. Yeah, sure. yeah, if we, yeah, if we needed to boil down this entire this entire episode into one sentence, yeah, I think that I think that's it. <laughs> Also wrestling. There you go. <laughs> Daniel and Bonesaw, how would you describe 
both of them one time beat Super <laughs> Metroid uh, from start to finish every day for a week straight, and without the other realizing it, with no plan, with no planning. <laughs> All right, uh, number f- we're in the top five now. Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Pass. It's got to. Yeah. So th- this one goes back to the classic Castlevania formula. Yes, yes. But then, but then it adds a bunch of extra characters that can do weird things, and that's cool. Mm. Yes. Yeah. This if, one. If I may quote Carl Fredericks, and you know <laughs> I will. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Been on all the Castlevanias. Yeah. It, it's and I, I think a lot of people would make the argument that that's the uh, that's the strongest Castlevania. Yeah, I think so. And it, it, it's an argument that I can agree with, but again, you know, Castlevania Two, it's it's the same agree. It's the same argument that people will make with Super Mario Brothers Three, but like mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers Two, Castlevania Two is just it just it's just a little different. So it just kind of holds a different place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, it, uh, I I don't know if it instituted, but it did have the uh, the 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 Konami staple of. We're gonna have the last bad guy have three different forms, and it's gonna be yes. a pain in the ass. Ultimate true forms. Uh, number four, Mega Man Two. I love because I, I loved three. Three was what got me hooked on Mega Man, but this one was clearly the superior of the Mega Mans. This oh. one was excellent. Best no, music. No slight option. <laughs> 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 it's 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 only downfall and, and you know if even that yeah uh the the be- the best music and just you know any anyone who would try to make an argument against that it has got their work cut out for them the fool's errand and yeah th- this one this one's super accessible i think anyone that's ever whoever played this game and got into it beat it yeah. you know it wasn't it, it's it, the the difficulty level was like just right re- and all and also it had difficulty levels you could play it on right. normal mode or easy mode or whatever it was but like the mm-hmm. japanese version was just like the normal mode is the regular mode which is the yeah. hard mode <laughs> and that's some of the enemies do st- stupid unforeseen stuff and it's just it's just more difficult but yeah th- but it it was it was great it had the greatest Mega Man weapon of all time, which is Metal Blades, of course. And uh, I feel like I remember you or you or someone having running this game on a. Uh, hold on, I remember what it's called. <laughs> on a on a TI eighty. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I didn't get good enough at the TI eighty thing. I got mine way too late to uh, to catch the craze of putting crazy stuff on them. But I, I feel like I feel like someone had like it must have been it must have been Chris or Kieran it had it had to have been someone I knew and it, and it had because I just the only person I remember putting tons of things on and this might not even be the person's name James Langley put a bunch a bunch of stuff on his TI eighty he had a bunch of games that does sound familiar hmm. I could see him doing it I don't know I just I just for some reason when I when I think about it I think of Mister Edelkind's. I think of Mr. Edelkind's classroom and someone... Maybe it was Mr. Edelkind. Maybe he had it. <laughs> he was pretty cool. Oh, Mr. Edel evil. <laughs> mi- mi- he remembers you and not me. <laughs> yeah, that also subs up middle school. <laughs> that, that, that's only because... So, 
97 to 98 or whatever we're we're in we're in eighth grade 98 to 99 we're in eighth grade and so we're we're in that class and for some reason i cataloged something in there and that motherfucker still has all that old shit like like cataloged by the people who cataloged it like he hit me up on facebook like recently because <laughs> I saw that he, I saw that he had a Facebook. Also, a yeah. little bit of a bummer. He's kind of a Republican, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, at, at least in the at least in the way of that. You know what? The guy's a scientist, and I think he would sit down and maybe listen to reason to someone who had well formed opinions. <laughs> but he he has a like. He hit me up recently. He was like. Yeah, I had this uh this this stuff cataloged from you and yeah 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 like I I, I like I saw it, I was like god damn like it's so funny. My I I always joke about securing my legacy as uh you know buying those <laughs> Cutco knives but, <laughs> but maybe I have secured my legacy who who knows. It 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 uh all that stuff transferred from a building getting completely raised and a completely entirely new school getting put up in its stead. That's but, right. But he's he's got he's got the files, man. That's amazing. And it, while while on the subject of talking about Mr. Edelkind, you know, please uh, regale me with the uh, anecdote where you threw me under the bus. I feel like I brought that up recently on a uh, podcast, but it didn't have any context. So I guess here's as good a place as any to give some context for it. Oh, God, what happened? I I, I mean, I vaguely remember definitely doing that. It... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that happened. Yes. Okay, so you and you and I would sit in the very back of the classroom. Yes, dead back center. And you, you were, you are a super funny person, but you, you weren't, you weren't conf, you weren't confident enough yet to show that. And I was, and I, I was, and I was a dick and, and I realized how, you know, I realized how great you were. So you, we, we'd like to pipe up, we'd like to pipe up in class with, with one-liners to make people laugh. Yes. And so you would, you would think of something funny and you'd you'd say it to me because you you know you wouldn't just you know say it out loud just pitching jokes right you <laughs> you'd say it to me and I'd be like oh that's good and then I'd say it out loud so like and then everyone would laugh so it's like essentially there were just months of me stealing all of your glory <laughs> <laughs> and and so then there came this time where we were we were doing these group projects and so we we were making like power plants and so we made we made these 3d models of power plants and there there was this one there's this one part that i didn't quite understand and i couldn't like i couldn't look it up to to figure out the information mm-hmm. and i was and i was i was talking to you like just you know giving you a heads up of like how how it was going and in confidence i was like I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what the carbon rods. I'm not exactly sure what the carbon rods do. And and so we're we're up in front of the class and like and we do our whole presentation and Mr. Edelkind opens the floor up to quite like he he had some <laughs> questions for us and we answered them. And then he opened the floor up to questions. And he's like, he's like, okay, does anyone have any questions? And your hand just shot immediately <laughs> into the air. He's like, yes, Mr. Rudnick. And you're like, uh, yeah, what do the carbon rods do? And I was like, you motherfucker. 
<laughs> I do remember that now. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, and, yeah, and I definitely did that. Oh, that's that's with a, all the malice in the, as as told in the story. Oh God. And you know, <laughs> some sometimes you got to roast your buddies, and that was that was the first time that I ever like re- like really felt the roast. I, I got I got really roasted on those carbon rods and. And I remember that Clayton was in my group, and he like made up some some bullshit or whatever. I mean, it's funny because I mean, he, his brain must have realized I can tell him whatever he doesn't fucking know <laughs> or and, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the most important part or care. Right. Yeah. And Clayton, like, who seems to always have the the fingers on the pulse of what I'm thinking of, uh, probably knew exactly what I was doing without knowing I was privy to that information. Oh God! I'm not enthusiastic to shoot my hand up to ask any question anytime. Usually, oh, God, I I just I I I love that though. I I love I love like because because to me that was that was the moment like that was the moment that you're like I've had enough of this shit. I want my own limelight. <laughs> Listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling featuring me and also Bonesaw. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Who's the logo? Where's my face? <laughs> you know, I, you know, well, I, I did. To... I always like messing with people too, because remember there was that time too that we were in a the history class, American history or something, and people wanted to copy our answers off of uh, one of the workbooks we were working on, and so we filled out our notebooks with completely wrong answers, knowing that teacher liked to go through class and have everybody read out their answers. Oh, I don't remember that. Please expound. Oh, that was it was the one of the English or history classes we were in the portable and like Josh Sato and a couple of his friends were like for some reason they turn around and was like we need the answers to these questions on American history like revolutionary times. <laughs> and so just like like literally like Chris Chris Farley Herbie Hancock is the one who in who signed the Declaration of Independence and <laughs> just put going all over the place and like yeah, oh no. Tech Texas was totally where we put the first capital. Absolutely. Yeah, it was in 1542. Okay, okay, 1542. And then immediately, and then once it's like, all right, time's done, I everybody turned around, and so I don't know why we were allowed to freely talk while we were working on our workbooks, but we were. And uh, then I just quickly erased all of my answers and put in all the right ones. <laughs> and went back to my seat or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And then, so we were going through and answering all the questions, and so... She was calling on all the on all the people who had my answers, and I was like, I because she was going down the lines, and it was completely wrong. And her face was like, "What?" Is... It took and it took a little while until I think it got to Sato, and he's like, oh, "Okay, I think we need to stop giving Ryan's answers." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great! <laughs> but I think they each gave two wrong answers before it fully baked in. Oh God, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so i just i pulled a variation of that on you oh god that's that's great though then that and that was your strength dicking around with people <laughs> okay let's move on to oh, look at this we just go back god damn you all right that's what i thought all right uh we're in the we're in the top three super mario brothers of course, it's a pass. Yeah, that's, that's we're in the be, top three. Yeah, that, that is a, of course going to be an ultimate pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fucking it's it's the game of games. It, yeah, it's the founder of all games, even though it's not. And, and well, two it, two Irish guys, two British guys, but one of them's not. Yeah, and there's there's not a person on there's not a person on the planet at any at any age from any time that couldn't pick up Super Mario Brothers and be like, 
Oh, dude, okay, this is fun. <laughs> though, though it could be, it could be really set off with a tutorial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, that's why it's number three, not number one. See, now, now this is this is a great idea because you know we can uh, we can use uh, we use Finn and uh, we use Finn and Jensen as test subjects. <laughs> be like, because. Uh, 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 Jensen's a little older than Finn, but like Jensen mm. is already like super. Like all I want to do is play video games. Just like okay, so I can't show Finn video games. Yeah, I can. I can get. I can get with that. I can get. He's with seen that. Rocket League. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> I try to turn I, it off whenever he sneaks out of his room. I love. I love that idea. Finn, learn how to play Rocket League. I just want to play it, and no one will play Rocket League with me. <laughs> please. Please, I just want to play Rocket League. He'd be better than all of you in a week. They're all terrible. Uh, gosh, but that that that'd be a fun experiment. But yeah, great, great music. <laughs> just it, it's he, it, it made him the face of all video games, basically. You know, and if video game history is to be believed, you know, Mario's you know Mario's bigger than Mickey Mouse, man. <laughs> He's bigger than Jesus. <laughs> Says yeah. it all the time. But yeah, <laughs> fuck that bearded asshole. I mean, you know, the the white the white version the white version of Jesus. Obviously, praise black Jesus, the, the only the only true Jesus that there is. But <laughs> all right, no number number two, and you know, this is not going to be a shocker here. The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, and you know, clearly, clearly, that's gonna that's gonna get a pass because of you know the many many great things it spawned, uh, na- namely of which being a link to the past. <laughs> and it had a gold cartridge, so you know it was good. Oh yeah. In that game, let man, Legend of the Legend of Zelda is uh, great. You know, it's a. Uh, I have I have a lot of memories, a lot of memories uh, playing playing games, and. You know this, this may this may seem insane to you because my brother and I feel like it's insane when we just talk about it, but mm-hmm. we would we would listen to music over the video game music. We turn the TV down and you know listen to the music that we're listening to. So there there's a handful of games that I associate with specific musics. Yeah, and so, unfortunately, I did the same thing sometimes. Yeah, and you know, lots of good games too. Yeah, really weird choices. There was a with with this game, it was a Weezer, the Blue Album. Okay, Weezer, Blue Album, and Pinkerton on the tape that you made for me, both on one tape. Chrono Trigger, stupid choice. Like great music. I don't know why I was listening to Chrono. I mean, I Blue Album well, was I mean, pretty dope, but you know, you're 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 trading. You're trading gold for white gold in that in that equation. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, that that's that's interesting. I mean, it, it's to to me now in this in in this day and age is absolute absolute fucking sacrilege. But I think it's forgivable at that age because you're just mm-hmm. trying to absorb as much stuff as possible. Right. And that yeah. and that and that's there's so much beauty in the world. Yeah, that se- that seems a fine way to do it because there's. You know, I, I think about specific times of listening to music over video games. Mm-hmm. So I think about, and this is, this is an actual thing that exists in my life because I was talking to Laura about this, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It seems like you can relate any point in your life 
to what video game you were playing and what music you were listening to. And those those seem to be coping coping mechanisms for you, which a hundred percent right. Like mm-hmm. that 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 is a hundred percent accurate assessment. But it's but it's true. If we're, but it was me for her to say. Oh my God, she's going for the jugular. <laughs> it, it's yeah, like the because they were coping mechanisms. Like yeah. like those those two things are like so deep in the fiber of my being. It's like yeah, I yeah. any point in my life. I can remember what album I was listening to or what video game I was playing. Mm-hmm. And so and sometimes it's both at the same time. So with Le- you know Le- Legend of Zelda, I remember listening to Blue Album. There was a Dragon Dragon Warrior 3 was Kerplunk by Green Day. Oh, okay. And Super Metroid the, now these are just games that I was listening to albums at the same time as playing them. Super Metroid was right. one, and it was Tragic Kingdom from No Doubt. That's well, yeah. I mean, okay. I was gonna say that's so funny because that's me too. But I, I mean, obviously, the timing probably just makes sense for when those games existed in our yeah, and, and sphere because that was the same one for me. Ex- oh, this, yeah. This, how weird! This album and game that came out in the same year. <laughs> I'm interested in both. I digested them at the same time. Yeah, that makes uh, no surprise at all. Yeah, there was there was this weird. There was this weird adolescent time in my life where I remember it was like tra- Tragic Kingdom was an album that, that was mm-hmm. on loop, and uh, Snoop Dogg's second album, The Dog Father. Dog Father, yeah. And I, I don't know if I know a person alive who's like, oh, like yeah, The Dog Father had his place. It was a, <laughs> it was a sophomore effort album that gets slept on. Yeah. It. Do you, you listen to The Dog Father at all? I'd have to go back and actually di- remember it. It's got Snoop's upside your head. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. And then and then that that makes me think of that makes me think of middle school and like sixth grade <laughs> and stuff because uh, there there was a that I remember. I just I remember I remember riding the bus and Chad Chad Dingler's mom was the bus <laughs> driver. Uh met Chad Chad Dingler in high school which we can uh, we'll get around to and that that's a uh, holy god Chad Chad Dingler was a painful person to wrestle <laughs> yes both my shoulders are still messed up to this day <laughs> oh god uh, but i remember riding riding the school bus so she'd put on uh 957 what radio station was that 98.7? No, not, no, probably... not 98.7. It was a it was a station so it was a station that was like it was like oh god. It's a station you'd hear bare naked ladies on because that's what I remember. Mix 96? Yeah, which was 95.7. I think it was 95.9, but Oh yeah. Now we're splitting hairs. It's one of those stations that round, rounds up to 96. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. I mean that's probably wrong, and I'll remember it afterwards. But it's good irrelevant. enough. Irrelevant. Okay, uh, and number one, Super Mario Brothers three, which I say fi to you, Super Mario Brothers three. You're a little too long for my liking, although you do have a lot of game mechanics and stuff that I like. But I, but I've got a, I got a soft spot for Super Mario Brothers two because it's just a game. For you know, for one, Super Mario Brothers two, issue number one, one. Of Nintendo Power. <laughs> that means it's the best. That is the best. 
It's but the, but also by this very real real article and probably by a lot of other people's opinions. By most opinions, know. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. No, this was it's just it's so perfect. You could put this you could put anyone in front of this game. I think they'll they'll have fun playing it even if they've never picked up picked up them sticks before. Yeah, which is you, And the graphics started to look really really good for Nintendo and almost borderline Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, they they push they push the limits for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they 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 push the limits on Super Mario Brothers too, but like they yeah they too. they really like if if you if you look at that and Super Mario World next to each other like ooh, yeah. man like you you can see the improvement of Super Mario World, but like man like Super Mario Brothers three it was real close, and it's had the raccoon tail and you know mm-hmm. to a greater All extent flying. the Tanuki suit yeah accidentally turning into a statue at the inopportune moments. <laughs> Forgetting that you could do that because it's not exactly the same as having the tail, and it, and it is it is strange that I like the Hammer Brothers suit because if you duck, you can oh, take yeah. fireballs to the back, and that's great. And you you poop oh, out love... you poop out hammers, and then, you know that's that's great too. Yeah, I don't think you didn't get enough Hammer Brothers suit action, and and the warp whistles. There, there's there's a lot of great stuff in that game. Yeah, it's pretty great. It deserves its spot. It, it's pass. It's it's pass. Uh, that was a big old super duper sized edition of Pastor Trash. Well, Fortunately, this song, uh, this thing doesn't have an ending song because I'd play <laughs> it even worse than I played the intro. <laughs> Thank God for that. Oh, I think we could kind of move on. I, I want to talk about high school a little bit, and we can probably start wrapping up the conversation. You know, yeah. after a, after a girthy edition of we fucking fucking. Cause I, st- I still got I still got plenty of beer left. How much how much how much bourbon you got left in that glass? Oh, it's it's all in my belly at this point now. Oh baby, I know, I under I undershot it. Oh no, I'm used to I'm used to new jabroni run times. Oh yeah, this is a oh man that is a super sized run time. Ah, uh, you know who cares? Uh, I, I'll I'll tell you this if you want to get a refill on a drink we can pause for a couple of minutes because I gotta kind of gotta take a leak. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, just just leave your uh, tape running. Just leave it. Okay. <laughs> 